right, so go ahead. So uh, what were you saying? I was saying the first part of the book is always the most confusing for me. Or whenever I'm reading a book, it's the most confusing part. You, have, you don't know any of the characters. You have to read. You know, you have to learn all the characters and then what's going on in the story. It's a lot easier when you reread it because then you already have an idea of what's going on with characters. But when you start and it's like, who's talking? You know, what are they saying? What's this whole storyline? That's how it was for me for the first two acts. It was just really confusing. But what I did get from it was that there was two or there was a, they have like two main characters, right? And one's the youngest of this king guy, right? He's the youngest. And then he has an older brother and his older brother was left a will to take care of him, give him good education, give him, you know, good life, basically. But his older brother isn't doing that, right? And the younger brother is really mad about that because he was like the, he was like the guy's favorite. He was the dad's favorite but the older brother is not doing it. And everybody doesn't really like the younger brother that much. I'm not really sure why, but they don't really like him that much. I guess he's entitled maybe. And yeah, so, he really gets pooped on. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he just, poor guy, like um, he doesn't come across as anyone who is undeserving of that kind of treatment, but he just gets dogged on by, yeah, that oldest sibling. And I think just the way that back in those days, that's like how it goes where the oldest son gets everything and the youngest doesn't get jack squat. So it's really complicated, the, the, a natural relationship between the siblings, right? It's like if they never had that rule, who knows, maybe they would have gotten along a lot better. But now you throw in, okay, the oldest son gets all this stuff and he really wants to hold on to that right? Like it's, you know, all these cool price possessions and money and such. And, um, and then of course the youngest is going to feel resentful, right? Cause he doesn't get a penny. Right. <laughs> so I really feel for that guy. But anyway, yeah, keep going. Yeah. But I think the, the bigger thing is that the dad gave the oldest son all the stuff, but he wanted the oldest son to give, you know, some of it to the younger son, give him a good education, make sure he had a good life. The youngest son is mad because the oldest son is not doing any of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the oldest son didn't come through on his father's wishes. And there's nothing the father can do because he's gone now, right? <laughs> so, and then I guess maybe, um, I don't know, maybe the father didn't do enough to raise the oldest son with that sense of generosity, right? I think he parted thinking, okay, um, oldest son, can you just do X, Y, and Z and carry it out after I'm dead? And then that's the end of it. Like, I don't feel like he was nurtured or raised with the, um, yeah, the intended generosity that, that his dad had, you know, because sometimes the son and dad, they don't carry all the same traits. Like I even see with my own son, you know, he's a little different from me. Not in any bad way, but we're just different people, right? And so maybe that dad thought, all right, well, he's my son. Maybe he's going to hook it up to his siblings. But yeah, that's definitely not the case. Also, another thing I would point out is that it seems like the, the dad was probably, you know, the youngest son was probably the dad's favorite. So yeah. if you have a situation like that, right, obviously the dad would do everything he could for the youngest son. But when he's doing that and the youngest son is clearly his favorite, then the older sibling is like, you know, it's like, well, dad doesn't care about me as much. 
So he starts resenting both the dad and the younger sibling. And then, of course, you know, he's not going to follow through with the will because the dad kind of neglected him compared to the younger sibling by choosing a favor. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, maybe the dad is hugely at fault at that because by caring favor for the youngest and then giving the oldest the shouldering responsibility of of giving when he wasn't even given anything himself, right? At least not a love or affection that the youngest guy. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> it throws everything for a loop. So it's very terrible. Because I, I I get it. This the youngest son is cool, right? I mean, we we learn later that he's like a wrestler, like he's <laughs> strong and noble, and you know, he just he's just got everything going for him. He's like in a way, he's like. I don't even care if I get all this stuff from my dad. I mean, it would have been nice, right? I think that would have been cool to get something, you know? But it's like, if I'm not going to get anything, I'm just going to carve out my own path, do my own thing, and forget all you guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, still, like, if you're, you know, this a, a son, like, it's only right, whatever it is, that you get your fair share, right? I mean, I just think that's just the way, the way it should go. What else? But I mean, it's as much as I'm like trying to sympathize with the youngest son, because he he was you know he's kind of cheated out of his goods, kind of like in The Great Gatsby, right? When Gatsby right. gets all close to that old sailor guy, and then the ex-wife cheats Gatsby out of all of his goods, right? It's kind of that type of situation. But on the other hand, I mean, I'm like I can't really feel too bad for him because you know he was the favorite. And it kind of, you know, clearly shows that just him being the favorite and getting all everything from his dad, you know, the love and support, clearly made him into more of a man than his older brother. Because his older brother is obviously, you know, holding the goods. He doesn't want to give him anything, give him a good education or anything like that. So it kind of, you know, it's kind of like lopsided. Right, yeah, that is kind of getting overlooked, right? Because initially, you would just naturally feel bad for the youngest son because he didn't get any of the material goods. But you're right, because he actually got the bigger prize, which is his dad's love and affection, which goes so much farther, right? Because then he that opens up the potential for the youngest son to have the confidence or whatever he needs to, to create his own future. Whereas the oldest son... Uh, in a way, like the dad created a monster, right? That, that's mostly the dad's doing because, because since the oldest son didn't get the love and affection from his dad, like maybe the dad thought, oh, well, he's the oldest anyway. He's going to get everything, right? So that's my way of showing my love or affection. But it's not really true love and affection, right? It's not like spending time and throwing the, you know, tossing the ball back and forth. It's like none of that nurturing, right? Um, it's just, and, and, it, and then you further damage the relationship by putting all this burden on the oldest son to have to share everything with the other siblings that had already got a lot of stuff from the dad. So, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, the, in a way, like uh, the oldest son was nurtured in a way that you kind of understand. That's why he went south because he didn't get, he didn't get the love, right? It's just, yeah, so, um, and then I guess maybe the youngest son doesn't see that either, right? Like, if, if he was a little bit more aware, he'd be realized, oh, yeah, my oldest brother, yeah, he, he didn't get a lot of love from dad, he, you know, he didn't carry a lot of weight, you know, except being the first son. So, yeah, that kind of blows. So, yeah, that makes sense, you know, 
do you think the play does a, or do you think Shakespeare does a good job of us also understanding the the plight of the oldest son like because I think we just read it naturally you might just naturally feel bad for the youngest son but if we is it presented in a way that we also feel bad for the oldest son as well I I think you know you have to dig a little bit deeper to feel bad for the oldest son because it's like you can kind of you can kind of tell why it would be like that, but unless you're trying to understand why, then you're just going to feel bad for the youngest son. And then you're going to follow the youngest son because you already feel bad for him. The story's about him, and now he's already making his way and kind of creating his reputation for himself. And it's like, okay, he's going to become the hero basically now. Yeah, yeah. So, and you can already see, like, with just the support probably from his dad, he's already making something of himself. Right, yeah. I mean, it feels like, like we don't even know, we don't get very much from the dad, right? Because he's gone, but we can already sense um, that maybe the dad did what he did out of obligation, right? Because maybe the rules of that time period dictate the oldest son just gets everything and, and then, you know, kind of waters down with each sibling. And the dad just, and okay, that's how it goes in today's society. I'm going to, I'm going to go with that play because that's just what we do. But I would think maybe the dad, if he really had wanted it his way, he might've given the youngest son the hugest chunk of the share. Yeah. And that would have been even more damaging. Right. I mean, so, um, yeah. Do you think like, okay, so subtract all the, the bad offerings, you know, or whatever from the dad. That's just, if we just focus on siblings by themselves, do you feel like, you know, like, uh, like the same gender siblings just tend to have a rivalry? I mean, that's just how it goes. Two guys, older brother, youngest brother, there's always tends to be something there. I don't have any siblings, so I'm just kind of maybe asking out of, you know, personal <laughs> interest too. Well, I don't think it has to be the same gender. I think, you know, some siblings are just prone. Their, their personality, sometimes it's their yeah. personality or they're more sensitive. Or like if you have two really extroverted people that are siblings that are very loud and they're going to share their opinion and then, you know, maybe they're more sensitive just because of that, then they're constantly clashing because, you know, they can't keep their mouth shut and every time they say something it offends the other one right i mean if you have a more like quiet keep themselves type sibling then they're they're not going to get offended as much just because you know they're even if they're as sensitive they're not going to show in they're not going to you know talk their mouth off so it, i feel it's not necessarily gender i mean it might be but it's also personality i think right right I just, I, I just always notice when it's the same gender, when it's like two guys or two girls, there's always seems to be like a silent competition, you know, I don't know if it's for like parents love or, you know, it's just like, I got to be the better boy or the better girl. But I mean, you're right, this, the, the rivalry will exist regardless of gender. But I just noticed, you know, <laughs> it was like, you know, and there was like two boys or two girls, there always tends to be you know, this kind of weird clash just by observation, but I don't know. There's probably well, that thing to Also, that. another thing is just like in the same situation as in the book, you have the older and the younger, right? And the older is first 
so he kind of feels even closer than parents, maybe. But then, you know, when they have the younger sibling, then they're suddenly giving all their love to the younger sibling. The older one has all the responsibility, but he's not getting the love because, you know, the younger sibling's younger, he needs the love. Yeah. So it kind of creates this disbalance, I think, that it's like the older sibling's getting all the burden, just like in the book. You can kind of tell he's, he was neglected by the dad and then the younger sibling, you know, he got everything kind of, and that's how it goes sometimes. Right, yeah. I'm gathering, like, a lot of the onus from... <clears throat> um, from, for the problems in the play really have to do with the parents, right? The sibling, I mean, the, the, the kids, the siblings, you know, they're kind of like this clean slate, but I feel like the parents, because of their preferences, right? The preferential treatment, it, it's really tampered with the relationships of the kids, right? Like, I feel like the, the theme of the play here is the parents are just screwing everything up because of, you know, their own um, maybe... Um, issues with how the society is constructed or because yeah I mean a lot of it is that right I mean it just there's like I just feel like there's a favoring of an older versus the younger and um I mean among you know the the parents stratosphere um it kind of like reminds me actually in some ways it kind of reminds me of Midsummer's Night Dream right Midnight Summer's Dream Midnight Summer's Dream (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, right? Where like, it's the older citizens, you know, like those that are supposed to be of some kind of royal, you know, regal status that are just creating havoc for everyone below them, especially their kids. So yeah, I don't know what that's all about. You know, I think it just has to do with the era in which they live where it's all about power and being top of the hierarchy, right? Being able to be above everyone else. And that affects the, um, the relationships of the kids um, amongst themselves and their parents. But yeah. all right, so, so we got, okay. So we got Oliver, Orlando, and his dad. We, we got that situation. Is there another situation at hand in the play? Well, they do have a wrestling match. I think it's the-, the Oh yeah, okay, players. expand on that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the older brother that's more cocky and they have a wrestling match and there's a bunch of people and the younger brother just destroys him, right? He throws him and then the older brother's like, no, I yield basically and then that's kind of, you know, it's pretty sad almost just because, you know, it's, it's in front of people and then the younger brother's like humiliating him basically and the older brother's kind of cocky so it just makes everything so much worse. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it almost feels like the younger son, and that's uh, Orlando, right? Yeah, I, I kind of like, I don't know, for some reason I think of you because Orlando sounds a lot like Rolando. <laughs> but that's how I, I mean, but for me, that's kind of like easier for me to remember their names because Oliver and Orlando, of course, they have to start with O and be so similar. Like, it's like easier to like, you know, mess up their names. But, um, Anyway, what I was going to say is, like, I feel like Orlando is, like, the cool, like, young, hunk quarterback of the high school, right? Like, yeah, he's, like, the uh, the cool kid. And then he, uh, of course, he wrestles, and he overcomes Charles, 
of course. And Charles is supposed to be like one of these great wrestlers, right? I think he's already like has a reputation of being one of the best. Um, but for some reason, he doesn't, Charles does not want, I think he somehow uh, finds out that, um, that that is Orlando that he's going to wrestle, right? Like somehow word gets out, right? It's like, I think I'm going up against Orlando. And I think he's telling Oliver, right? And, um, and then Oliver's like, oh man, that stinks. I hope you can find a way to subdue uh, Orlando because I really hate that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. I think they're kind of conspiring, yeah. right? There's some Julius Caesar going on. They're trying to conspire. But like Charles is like, but I don't want to touch Orlando because he's like, you know, he, he's like the popular kid. If I take out Orlando, that's going to mess up my own reputation. So I'm like really in the bind because I think I could take, I could, I could uh, um, actually take, take uh, this kid out. But then, you know, still Orlando wins, right? Like, cause he, I guess he really can wrestle. And then, um, and then poor Oliver is like, oh man, it's one again. Like, yeah. like, now he's got to gain favor with everybody. Like, I can't, you know, this guy, this kid is like, <laughs> yeah. like messing me up. All right. So anyway, I think it's, um, it makes it even worse too, especially in a situation like that, because it always seems to be like that. That's almost like the cliche, in my opinion, where it's like, you know, if there's a younger and older brother, and it's like that type of situation. And it's like the younger brother is like this popular high school football player. And then the dad's, you know, he's the dad's favorite because he's popular. And he's, right. You know, he's star athlete. Yeah, exactly. And then the older brother, it makes it even worse because if it's the older brother who's not, you know, like the younger brother, then the older brother is like he might be shorter or he's, you know, getting humiliated just because he's older, but he's not like the, the younger brother. He's not what his dad wants basically so it just makes the situation so much worse and always feels like that's the type of situation that that kind of thing would happen in. right right yeah but i mean it's funny you know how however many years this play was written long ago it's still a story that is told today i mean it really is cliche right you watch a tv show there's two kids the, the father is like, oh, you know, this, uh, my star athlete, you know, kid is, he's going to be primed for the NFL, you know, I've got to groom, I got to give him all my attention. And then there's other sibling who's like the artist or like, you know, the thinker or whatever, not as cool. Um, and he doesn't, right, get any attention because, you know, he's not the sports guy. He's not the popular kid in school guy. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, yeah, this just make yeah, it just makes the relationship a whole lot worse. Like if I'm the older brother, I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna give this guy a penny. You know? <laughs> In fact, this kid is probably gonna get a scholarship at some like you know prestigious like college anyway. It's not like he's gonna need any of this stuff I need to give him. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Are there more um, like wrenches thrown into the mix? Like what else is I think there's a little feud type of thing where it's the, the younger brother, he meets this one guy, I forget which character it is, but it's they, the guy or the girl doesn't like him because of his father, right? And then there's kind of, he's like, I shouldn't like you because your father, right? And that's kind of just another thing. Some other people didn't like his father too. And it's, it's kind of it just mixes it all up because it's another thing is when you have the younger sibling, 
he's getting all the love from his father, then it's like he's blind almost, right? To what his father was or what he, you know, how he was to other people, especially like the older siblings, they'll be like, right. The younger sibling is like completely baffled. The older sibling hates the father just because he's like, well, you know, the father was amazing to me. Yeah, absolutely. He thinks that the older sibling got the same kind of treatment. And then sometimes he's just completely ignorant to the fact that the father was like just ignoring the older sibling or something. Right. So that's that's how it is sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I'm getting, yeah, this image of the dad just being a punk, like just total (laughs) jerk. Right. Because like, yeah, you said like the youngest son, he, he got so much favor that, yeah, like he himself is blind to maybe all of the the terrible like um, personality traits that his dad has just because you know he's getting so much attention you know you just focus on the good stuff his dad brought and totally ignoring everything that maybe the older brother already recognized which is the dad is maybe he's just a jerk (laughs) yeah and also makes you wonder if like the the dad in that situation becomes that way because he's like a younger sibling, right? He was him. Yeah, exactly. He was Orlando. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like, it makes you wonder if it's like, maybe it just goes down. It's like, okay, well, maybe his dad loved him so much and he wanted to make his son feel that way. But then that doesn't really include the older sibling as much because the older sibling isn't what he was or his dad was right right it comes like that yeah yeah i mean we could tell so much of the dad just based on the siblings right like we would think we don't know much of the dad because he's not around but really the siblings are really uh, a mirror or you know a reflection of what the dad was so i think it would be fair to say that maybe the dad just wasn't all put together you know he had his preferences right that would we could conclude um and you know he just kind of like doesn't want to rock the system right because the system dictates that the oldest son regardless of how he is gets everything and that that channels to all the other kids just proportionately like what they get so it's not like the dad that had maybe this brilliant idea of like oh i'm gonna teach my oldest son to be generous and give these things no it just the system dictates the oldest son gets everything and then you know you just work it out from there so it's hard to give dad any sort of like huge pat on the back, right? <laughs> like you kind of created this mess. Um, and then, okay, so uh, in that wrestling match, right? Then like um, uh, Orlando meets, uh, I think you were gonna approach this. Orlando meets this, uh, this woman or this girl and, and her own dad has a situation with his own older brother, right? Can you expand on that? What was that about? Well, this was where it got kind of confusing for me because there's a whole bunch of characters and they were all- they just get thrown in there. Introduced, yeah. And they had like two ladies and I think they were princesses, right? And then they had, you know, there was all this random talk about the stuff and it was like, it becomes very confusing because it's like, it's hard enough remembering their names and keeping them to the, their character but then Definitely. when they start mixing up with the characters you're slowly starting to learn it becomes very confusing but yeah i think it it was he had a problem with the dad right and so but then you know it was this girl in orlando you can kind of maybe sense they're going to become a 
couple later on in the future or something. But they're talking about how they they don't really, you know, because of his dad, she shouldn't like him or something like that. And it's like, you know, it's it becomes kind of weird. But I don't I don't really know. Yeah, it's a, yeah. I think there's like that's what I find with each of the plays that we've read for Shakespeare. One is Julius Caesar, and the other one is um, Midsummer, right? Midsummer. Midsummer Night's Dream. Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay, so there's loyalties, right? There's this party versus this party, and same with As You Like It, which is the very I don't even know if we mentioned it, but that's the play that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, anyway, so. Um, yeah okay so there's this other you're right there's this other party where there is um the these two girls like you said they're they seem like princesses and i think they're cousins so one has a dad that's a duke and the other one has a dad that's a duke and those dukes are brothers right like dukes of hazard so those are brothers and then but the, what, what I think is the younger brother somehow like overthrew the older brother, which is a weird thing because it's usually the other way around though, because the power plays the older brother is more powerful than the younger brother. But for some reason, the younger brother overthrows the older brother and hence the older brother gets banished into the forest, yeah. if I understand correctly. Yeah. Okay, so the one that got that got banished, the older brother, that duke has a daughter, um, and that daughter didn't get banished. For some reason, she got to stick around. Right. I guess because she's cool, right? She's like the Orlando version of the of the girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. And then and then also there is um, so the the younger duke who gets to stay in the land. He he overthrew the older brother. He's staying there in the court with his daughter, um, whose name I, I can't remember, like Celia or something like that. This, you're right, the names are confusing. But anyway, he has a daughter. And, and so now the two girls, the cousins, are together hanging out. They're awfully close. Yeah. It's it kind of like a little creepy, a little too, <laughs> um, yeah, they're just a little too cozy with each other. But anyway, they're the best of friends. Um, and uh, but it's weird that, yeah, the daughter of the brother that got banished is sticking around, I guess, because the younger brother maybe feels like she is also his daughter. Like, you know, she's that close to the family. And of course, uh, she can't get banished because then uh, the, the younger brother Duke's uh, daughter would be so upset, right? Like, oh, I can't believe you threw my cousin out. You know, you're a terrible person. <laughs> yeah. So then I, I, and then I, so then I recognize that um, we start, we're going to have to lock up these names because it's kind of hard for me to say yeah. the way that I've been going at it. But anyway, the older Duke's brother, the one that got banished, his daughter um, and, and her cousin, they watch Orlando's match, yeah. right? Got the you know high high school star athlete he won the match and now the girls are like ooh you know and like let's go meet him and then so uh, and so yeah the girls meet him and then I guess the daughter of the oldest brother uh, uh, gains a crush right has a crush on Orlando and Orlando's like oh she's pretty cute too and then so they ha they're kind of vibing right. And then we, and then I think we find out that um, that her dad 
and his dad were actually on the same side. They're like, they were buddies. And then, um, and then the, the daughter of the youngest brother, who's now in charge, does not like Orlando's dad. So mm. there are like clear allegiances here, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so, um, all right. So, uh, okay. So where does that leave us now? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just totally confused about what's happening after that match. Well, there's a whole bunch of, you know, disconduct. It's like you have the two cousins and they're super close. And one of the cousins' dad is banished, right? But it's her, the other cousin's dad is kind of like the dad to both of them, right? But not so much as the one that got banished because she has a crush on Orlando. But the other cousin doesn't like Orlando because the dad had something going on. Right. And then also they have the older brother of Orlando and he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't like Orlando. So it's like, there's a lot of just hate going around. Because <laughs> yeah, of lots dad. of hate. Yeah, because of the dad purely, I feel. Because, you know, he had problems with other people. So they're not liking Orlando because of that, right? He had a mm -hmm. this other guy. And then obviously the older brother doesn't like Orlando because of the dad. So there's just a lot of kind of all this stuff that's going around just as one guy. So it, it kind of, it's like, I feel like you would feel bad, but he's, he's got everything going for him almost. Cause it's uh -huh. like he's the star, he's popular. You know, he had all of his dad's love and support. So he's like a good character. It looks like he's getting the chick. <laughs> yeah, but it's also, it's like, because even though the dad was like really not the best and he had problems with, you know, the older son and problems with this other guy, he was like the perfect dad to Orlando, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what it comes down to because it's like Orlando became this guy. He had the perfect dad. And that's sometimes how it is in like cliche movies where it's like the sibling is just blind that the dad mistreated all the other siblings because he was such a perfect dad to just him right blind to it so that's how i feel this is because it's like you know i feel like orlando thinks his dad was like the perfect dad right and he should you know his dad wanted to give him everything but this this evil older sibling and it becomes very black and white almost especially in the older type things because it's like yeah it's like you know it's almost like in the cinderella thing where they have the the stepsisters, the ugly stepsisters. Yes. And then they're, they're evil, basically. They mistreat her. And she's like, you know, she, you know, she should be getting all the love from the dad. But then the dad, this evil queen. And now her life's horrible, but she's really good. It's like, it's, it becomes so black and white. It's like they're ugly and they're bad and they mistreat her. So it's like, I feel like it, it gets to water down to that almost, right? It's like, you know, characters get watered down to just being bad right right it's funny that you mentioned disney because yeah the, i feel like a lot of this story has a lot of those disney elements yeah. <laughs> right especially the one with because we're talking about the dukes where the oldest brother is kind of banished to the forest and i always feel like that's a very disney thing where something's <laughs> not working out in the city politics or rivalries whatever uh, it's now going out. So the character now has to like retreat to the forest 
to find themselves or, you know, <laughs> regain whatever they need so they can return back to the land a nude and able to take, you know, take, you know, take over the bad guy. So like, I, so with the oldest brother who had to retreat to the forest, though it was not really his choice, but I feel like uh, the forest, just like um, Midsummer Night's Dream, like the forest is a place where you can kind of just re-energize and just go there to clear your head and fix things, you know what I mean? There's like a romantic quality to the forest. So then, um, so therefore like, so, um, so yeah, the older brother Duke is there. Um, and then I guess the younger brother Duke is upset because he sees that his niece, right? The daughter of the older brother, yeah, is gaining favor of Orlando who is deemed the bad guy, right? Their whole family are bad guys. So then I feel like, um, now the the youngest brother is like I don't like you anymore, uh, niece. I'm gonna you know I would prefer to send you away, um, and then the um, uh, and then his own daughter, right? The cousin is like, well, I really love my cousin. <laughs> I gotta be with her. So wherever she goes, I'm gonna go too. And then guess what these princesses do? Like any Disney movie, they retreat <laughs> to the forest, right? Like Snow White or Aurora, or whatever, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, um, but I think that's as far as I went, but I just, it's just funny to me that there are like a lot of those Disney characteristics in there. I think Disney probably took some stuff from that type of idea, right? Right. Because of course it's like fantasy and they're running into the forest. I also think though, I mean, the idea of going to the forest, it's, you know, has some wisdom in it because it's like, there's so much going on in the city with so many people. There's a lot of corruption, mm-hmm. you know, the dads and all this stuff, the politics, you know, are you high up in the chain of order, right? There's so much stuff. And then when you go into the forest and you're alone, then you, you're just left alone with your thoughts. And I think that, I don't know. I don't think they're trying to say that in a lot of the Disney movies, but I do think it has some, you know, knowledge into it just because it's like, you know, when you're, you just separate from all that craziness, then you're left alone to think about what's really important. And then you find something that's more important, like in Snow White, you know, she found the dwarves and they didn't have any of that craziness going on, but they were living happily. And then she lives with them and the animals and she's happy, right? Right. She doesn't even want to go back to that. Even if, you know, she wasn't going to be killed, it's so much better in the forest, right? So I feel like that does kind of give you some idea of why they're always running into the forest. Yeah, yeah. There is something logical there, right? Yeah, because in a city, it's just, yeah, you're right. Like corruption and like there's so much, you know, villainous acts. Like, you know, you watch the news, everything's happening in a city. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of issues there. Then you go to the forest where like there's a natural order and it's, you know, it's just, um, yeah, like simple way of life, right? You can think, you can meditate, you can clear your head, you can, you know, you don't, you don't rely on um, so much of the rules made by man, right? There in the forest, it's like just the rules of nature, like there's a natural flow, you know, not so much of, you know, the issues that we cause for ourselves, but um, yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't know why I'm thinking of Lion King, right? You've seen Lion King? 
Yeah. <laughs> right where uh, or Simba, the the little um, yeah, he's right? Yeah, he's he banished it, right? Star. Yeah. Yeah, he just hangs out with the other animals, right? He yeah. makes two buddies. He's like, he I'm, I'm good here. Yeah. But yeah. also in that, it's like you you can, you know, you think he might have had a good childhood with Mufasa because Mufasa seemed like a good dad. But also by growing up in the woods for Simba, he has, you know, he learns what's important, right? And it's the people that he grew up with that are important, right? It's not so much you know, how the greed that, you know, Scar has, right? It's, you know, he grows up and he eats this weird, nasty bugs. Yeah. And, you know, he lives off of what he's got. And then when he comes back, he doesn't want to come back because he's, you know, he's banished, he ran away. But then, you know, they need him and he turns into like the perfect king, right? He fights off Scar and turns the kingdom back to what it is supposed to be. Right. Yeah. So we're potentially seeing like a spoiler or the template for how this story is going to play out, right? <laughs> like maybe the force is going to fix everything. <laughs> and the characters return, you know, and, 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 and fix things. But um, yeah, it's funny how Lion King, yeah, this have that, you're, you're right. It has that sibling rivalry, right? Between Mufasa and Scar. And then there's that royalty, right? That the, the kid inherits but by going to the forest, he can't rely on that anymore, right? It's a very humble life. He has to like learn how to be a man on his own. And that ends up in, like you, you're saying, that ends up being a better path for him than had he stick around and just live that maybe more spoiled and complicated, you know, family life. So, um, okay. So good. So now we got Disney and Shakespeare all um, covered. But okay, uh, is there anything else? I think. Well, I mean, I think that's as far as I read. I think we were supposed to go through Act Two, but I think Act One uh, just had so much going on. Yeah, it did have a lot going on. Yeah, it's a lot more confusing. Like in the the Midsummer Night's Dream, it feels much more. You know, it's easier to understand, in my opinion, because it's like you know you have sections. Uh, you have what's going on with the relationship and the duke it kind of you know it's simple it's just a couple characters they're in love they want to run away and then they switch it over to these random guys who they want to throw a play for the duke right they switch it over again so it's kind of kept in little areas you can better understand it right because you're getting okay we don't we're not getting any of the other characters now we're just getting this random group of guys right it's random but you know you can understand it and this, it's like a lot of craziness going on. Yes. It's a lot harder to understand. And not in a humorous way either. I was like, I thought this was supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. This is in the comedy section <laughs> of Shakespeare's list. But um, yeah, I was like, okay, where's the humor here? Actually, this is quite serious stuff. You know, this is, it feels a little bit too close to home, like all these family entanglements. But, um, well, that's all right. All right. So we just worked through it. I think I don't have anything else to add at this point. I think next week we cover act two, see what happens there. Um, and see, it's funny, like, I mean, talking to you, I, I got so much more because I think I came in favoring Orlando and now I, I'm kind of like resenting the two. <laughs> you know, he just got too much going on for him. He didn't get all this stuff from his family, but still, you know, it's, he's acing every test. Right, he's 
throwing all the like major touchdowns to win the game. He's getting the girls, right? He's like got so many friends. I'm like, man, this guy, you know, we gotta mess him up some way to, you know, kind of humble him down a little bit, you know? Yeah, if I'm the oldest son, like, yeah, screw that guy, you know, he's doing fine on this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So uh, next week, act two. And uh, yeah, that's it for uh, as you like it. All right. So I'm going to uh, no, hold on before you leave. Let me stop this recording. Um, and and I, because I never recorded before. Let's see what happens when I hit stop.